hate how eyes roll up when you start when you close them. Just, like, niggas just look like they're dying. <laughs> like you're <laughs> orgasming. Just uh, <laughs> uh. hi. 40, Silence. Forty three or whatever. Silence. We've been vibing. Started. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Do not disturb, please. It's a distracting thing when your phone goes off. Didn't. I don't care. Place it here. Take your phone away from me. Right now. Hi. What you want to talk about? <sighs> Fuck introductions, bro. What you want to talk about? Let's get it over with. What do you want to talk about? You don't want to talk about. You said you wanted some fitness shit you wanted to talk oh, yeah. about. <laughs> um, ah. Exercise is, ah. is good for you. <laughs> um, no, what, you, what was it for real, though? Or did you forget? I'm not in the mood. You <laughs> I don't want to move. <laughs> You're not, oh, what? You, it's, it's in, in there? Bag. No, you're not. This is not about telling people what to do. You know what? This is about discussing you the information we come across as means of documentation of our journey from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They read the <laughs> from the read, now, now read, to the they now. They read the biography from the now, now to the now. <laughs> from the old now to the new now. He's so actually taking talking about that video that I told you to watch. It was eight minutes long, and you're like, nah, nigga, I'm watching that. The it's Edo? eight minutes long. The Edo? No, I'm not, no, not Edo. Ben Greenfield is the one on Instagram. Bro, you don't want to care about these things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care not to watch an eight minute video about movement. Yeah. Hmm. You don't move, huh? You just walk. You don't move, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. So why do I need to learn how to do it? So you can move better. Wow. So you can explore different ranges of motion. That's crazy. Yeah. It sounds like some shit stuff. that someone can be interested in and someone else can't be interested in. Wow. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, yeah. Like, sounds like something. Sounds like something. Something. Anyways. <clears throat> yeah, it's podcast is over. So. <laughs> Why? Nigga lost interest. Bro, this was supposed to, I was supposed to share this like four podcasts ago. Okay, <laughs> then this a podcast now. Share it, nigga. Just read the notes. Right, so it says... <clears throat> building functional muscles for performance and longevity. So it's basically just two methods. It's very simple. One is super slow training, and the other is functional and fast muscle. So it's exactly what it sounds like. Super slow, you just go super slow. That's intense. Yeah, like it's like when you're doing a push up, it's like you're going down for thirty seconds. For the for both the up and down. Oh. As long as you can, I can't. Because I've, I've heard the I've heard the go down slowly. Yeah, the negatives up. and positives, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like the best of both worlds, but this one, like, it's just uh, distinguishing it between the two fast and slow. Mm. So it's super slow going down, super slow going up. And it looks silly, like, if you're watching someone else do it, but if you're in your body and you're really, like, yeah, I've doing tried it, it, it's fucking hard. Bro. Yeah. Like, you're sweating, like, you're shaking. So you're moving the weight. Slowly as humanly possible. Because it's more control. Mm -hmm. It's more control based. So the optimal tension time, it says three day reps. <laughs> but basically it's because, <clears throat> why do we do it? Uh, you're, okay, number one, you're building the muscle at a very low risk of injury. 
Hmm. Right. So you're not going to the gym and like, hmm. oh, I'm gonna do this deadlift that I've I want to PR today. <laughs> nah, just use your body weight and go as slow as you can because you can't really hurt yourself. It's your own weight, right? Mm-hmm. And you can stop anytime you want. There's no extra added weight. Do you think body weight training is a better? Well, I think you definitely do. Yeah. I think I I do, but it, it gets to a certain point where it's not enough. But also, yeah. p- some people will argue because some people get weights. Some people get the the rings, the gymnastic rings, which is just so simple, right? That's what they do for calisthenics. They have mm-hmm. bags that you can put weights in. Yeah. You can put on someone your but legs. But that the other one, the the gymnastic rings, it's like they're literally like exploring ranges of movement that you never do. So yeah. you're like hanging, you're hanging with your arms out. So you're using like your calisthenics ribs, is fire. Bro. Calisthenics is fire because mm-hmm. it, do- it doesn't only it's strength. But it's also like movement based and like yeah, it's, and like, it's functional, right? yeah. Because like, because a lot of a lot of it, I think you don't lose flexibility and you don't lose like you it's, can. It's killing. You can lose flexibility, but there's less chances because you are if you're ex, if you're actually doing like organic ranges of movement, mm. then that's gonna directly transfer over into your sport. If you're doing a bear crawl, like that's gonna help you land a fall or like yeah. push people off or hold people off. Whereas if you're just doing a bicep curl or isolating your muscles, it's it's like science, right? Like you isolate a certain compound and then you make a pill out of it, but the pill has side effects. Yeah. So same <laughs> thing with that. Like yeah. you, you train your biceps and only your biceps. Because niggas will be jacked, but they can't move. Yeah. Like literally <laughs> like I, I had uh, one of my friends come to a yoga class and you know the one where you go like this? That one? Mm-hmm. We were doing that for like maybe five minutes straight. And he's like, I haven't, I haven't seen him since high school. Or I rarely see him, but his Jack arms now? was huge. His mm. biceps were huge. But he was <laughs> yeah. the first one to give out. So it's like, oh, what's the point of all the movement, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and he plays soccer too, so that, like 100%, that's just slowing him down. Yeah. Because he used to be the exact opposite type of player. Explosive, close, like close control with the ball. Mm-hmm. But now he's kind of like, he still has control, but he can't explode. So he loses that, like, extra second yeah, a lot of people are just super into just crafting. Actually, no, some crafting people aren't like even body? into into crafting their body because some people literally just like. Oh yeah, they I just want just they the just look. want big arms or like yeah. want to fit into that shirt. It's just to look to look like a, like it's it's almost as mm. if it's some survival shit just to look like the and, alpha. And male. the thing is, like the the best way to like if you if that's your goal, the best way to go about it is functional training. Because okay, why do we like women? with small waists because proportionally their shoulders are bigger and their hips are wide, which signifies power in the upper body. Where, yeah. do, you, where, do, you, where do you get your power punching power from? It's not your biceps. It's your whole back. Everything, everything like is combined, right? But your shoulders, have you seen Conor McGregor's shoulders? Bro, that fight was crazy. Fucking huge. Oh was man, fire. that was crazy. Bro, I've never seen that mm-hmm. before. Like I've never like seen Like hundred percent. I was telling you, <laughs> no, there's no other person he could train that with other than Ido, Ido Portal. That's pretty unconventional move to do. And it's so It like, was a fast fight, wasn't it? 40 seconds. What? 40 seconds. He fucking got the shoulder. His nose started to bleed. And then he just like... He it landed, was 40 he landed seconds. A toe. He landed his fucking big toe on his fucking chin, bro. And he went down. It was 40, 40 seconds. 40 right seconds. Right at the gate, he was like, okay, I'm... Yeah, because they did the, the, the thing where they hold each other, and then and then he literally hit him with his shoulder like three times. Yeah, like once, and I think in the and eye, once in the nose, yeah. and then once I think. And under. the guy was like, "Okay, he's not gonna do that again." 
fucking kept going, going, kept, going. On the third one, you could see he lost mm. full balance, and then from there, it was game over. That's fucking and, and, crazy. And you know why? Like, was it a rematch too? No, I don't oh, think okay. so. And like, people in the UFC, they're they're so like, they. I don't know if they do, but they sort of almost fear him because they've never seen anybody move like he does, right? He's like, duck, like it's weird. Like Jose Aldo, he locked, yeah. knocked him out in like what twelve seconds. No one's <laughs> expecting his movements. Yeah, and that the way he totally the way he trains is is not weights. He trains mostly coordination with Ido, coordination and movement, movement. Yeah, because it's what it is. Because mm-hmm. it's really just a game of. Who can throw the person off the f- first? Because mm-hmm. as soon as you're thrown off, it's not necessarily an, a, a thing of strength. It's just a, a thing of Wits. where do you hit the person and like how do you hit them? Mm-hmm. And you need to be clever enough to like... And you need to be clever. That's the you know? cool thing about... I think that's why people like fighting so much. Well, from life, being life just fucking savages, yeah. prim- <laughs> primitively just savages, um, it's, it's, you see how much of a chess match mm-hmm. it is. Like the the Conor McGregor and Mayweather fight, which is one of the only fights I've ever seen. The thing that uh, Mayweather was doing was just tiring the dude out. <laughs> That's all he did. Defense. He just stayed on defense until McGregor was tired and he just attacked. <clears throat> and that's it. <laughs> so it's just a game of, he probably knew that well, McGregor also, is, that's how he, like it, you, yeah. it's a whole game. Because it's, it's a different sport too, right? UFC is like yeah. shorter while boxing is 12 rounds. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's like a stamina thing. So he he knew, like, if he drags it out, he's winning for sure. Yeah. And Conor were just like, okay, I need to knock UFC, him out. Yeah, UFC is all yeah. about getting the knock. Yeah. UFC is weird because it's like boxing is more controlled, it feels. UFC mm. is like it's cage, first of all. And it's like when boxing a person's is down, you keep punching them until the ref's mm. like, I don't know what the criteria is for when someone's out. But yeah. UFC, they'll punch the person for a nice 10 seconds while they're down before and it, they call I think it, it depends on, the like, the referee and the other person, too, because... Mm. Cause that match we the 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 recent Conor McGregor one he's like for ten whole seconds he's getting his ass whooped, but the referee's like no nah, I'm gonna let it go because he knew that the guy was like he's he's a tough guy yeah so he could have had the chance he gave him the opportunity to to get back yeah. up that's so crazy man that's such a like I would like to learn MMA and shit because mm-hmm. it's so technical so technical with bro. like handles and like how you because I've seen I've seen street fights. Or you can tell the person's been trained. Mm. The thing about MMA is it's more realistic than the than the like karate and shit. Because mm-hmm. MMA is it's like a mix. that's is. how niggas fight. Niggas are savages. Niggas will not just be like bow and mm. then let's get started. And it's like all like yeah. all like structured. Niggas will launch at you and they'll just throw sh- fight. Like you've seen fights on Twitter yeah. and YouTube and shit. It's literally just guys going like this until one hits. Until you get to one of those fights where the guy seems like he knows what he's doing. It's still barbaric, mm-hmm. but there's more technique into it. I think that's what MMA is. Yeah. And it's also like... Yeah. It's everything, man. Like... like. Yeah, I feel like it's a mix of, of that, a That's lot what of MMA is. Mixed martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Funny. Have you ever seen... A, I, I saw this like on Twitter. Tim Ferriss here retweeted something. It was a, it was a wrestling match in s- super slow motion. Bro. Mm. Fucking milliseconds... <laughs> Like, you can see the milliseconds of each opponent, like, each person sensing the other person's weight and quickly counter countering it. Like, like overhand, under. Like, literally. And that's, like, wrestling, wrestling, not, yeah. the, not the... It's like Olympics. Theatrical. Yeah. Yeah, wrestling is wrestling is definitely interesting. Yeah. Because it's just... What, what's the point of it? Just get the person to tap out, right? 
So it's literally just, just get them on the ground where they're least. It's just handles, yeah, helpless. Yeah. It's just handles. So it's like arm, like arm bar and fucking all that cool shit. Mm-hmm. But the thing I like about it is the struggle because both those people know the the different handles. So mm-hmm. it's so, so it's, it's like when it's once chess. when one's happening, they know it's happening. Mm-hmm. So they have to counter it. And then the other one knows any kind of other handle the mm-hmm. other one may try. So it's all a game of how do you get to that yeah. spot. And each person is yeah. stopping the other person trying to get from to, getting trying there. Trying to corner the other guy. That's so fucking crazy. Like, how do we come up with these things? It was wrong with us. I mean. We're just bored. We've been alive for so long. <laughs> we're just bored. And war. Like, if you're going to war, you, you don't just go in with the sword, right? What if you lose your sword? Then you're here. Sword? Yeah. I mean, sword. Sword, like way back. What did you think oh. people thought? <laughs> I'm like, we use bombs now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but like before, like, oh yeah. Now there's no use for bombs. Bro, imagine like, a war with swords. <laughs> it's crazy. It's grimy, bro. Like, and the crazy thing is, like, I, like I see it on like anime or like whatever TV shows. There's never people teaming up. Everyone's like busy. <laughs> Everyone's busy fighting their own guy. So like, whenever I don't know if it's actually how it happens in real life, but mm. it's like one on one against like. M- Thousands of other people, and then those coaches are so honor based. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's why the one on one is so respected. Even though like, like even though the nigga could lose, it's like you gotta lose with honor. You can't, you can't, can't interfere, you, you can't jump nothing, this yeah. nigga. You gotta have to beat him by yourself. If you lose, there's, you there's lose. a saying that like, once you fight your enemy, like you love him, like mm. you know exactly what he's going through because yeah. at that point you guys are like literally fighting for each other's lives. You're on the exact same. Platform. In a way, you kind of united and mm. like connected with that person. In a way, yeah, because it's such a dance. Oh, fighting, <laughs> bro, fighting, bro. That's why, I, like, like this stuff, like the functional <laughs> movement stuff, is like it's so fascinating to me because, like, oh, the West people, or just people in general, like they're so like misunderstood on how to be healthy. Surface level information. Surface level. Oh, biceps, you know, and now it's it's coming up like. Like the Edo Porstal stuff, I've been kind of doing it uh, for like the past month. Mm. And you know the reptilian crawl? I think so. I think I've seen yeah. it. So I can finally do it now. Mm. And I wasn't able to do it before. And that, that skill actually transfers to fucking everywhere, bro. Like your shoulders are being uh, challenged. Yeah, it's definitely hips, functionalism. Core, and, yeah. yeah. So, so interesting. So on back to this. So it was, it was a super slow training. So... Like, going super slow, the other benefit of it is, is uh, so people with high blood pressure or whatever, like heart conditions, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the blood is actually rushing more to your extremities. So if you're you going slow? So it doesn't, yeah, so it's, uh, you're actually getting the benefits of cardio. So mm. the blood rushes to your extremities and back to your heart. So you're getting cardio, but you're not, like, <sighs> you're not mm. risking your heart yeah. too much, so... So th- those are the benefits of uh, do you know super why? Why? Like, do you know why it does that? Oh, because you're like, slow. try it. Like, if you're going, if you're doing a push up really slow, your extra like most of the pressure is on yeah is on your extremities. Even if you're like squatting, right? Whereas if you're exploding, it's like it's quick. So it doesn't have necessary yeah, time. Right? It doesn't necessarily affect the extremities as much. So this is really great for having like doing strength and cardio training all at once. A lot of body and shit. the the prescribed time, it says, optimal tension time is three to eight reps, which is crazy because you can complete a workout in like 10, 20 minutes and it's be fucking exhausted. Short, high intensity mm. workout. Yeah. High intensity, but super slow. That's what they rec- recommend for uh, ectomorphs, which is my body mm. type. When I was super into it, it was like 
not a lot of reps mm-hmm. um and then very controlled mm. movement so like strength based and then long spaces between reps so like one or two two or three minutes mm. and then you just get to the next get See, to the next the, set that's the concept behind this stuff mm. or like why i do it every hour because okay it's it's an hour i do it maybe one set and then i do one set 50 percent, no more and then i do it again the next hour so I'm building volume. Then you can do it all day. All day. No, and then it doesn't. And then by the end of the week, I've already racked like how many? Probably a hundred. I'm these. <laughs> you know? By the end of the week, I'm these. I got these wrists. Yeah. <laughs> and that's with everything. It's not just with the grip. You want to do. You want to improve your push-ups, squats, pull-ups. And I learned this from Pavel Tatsulin, who is, uh, he's the guy who brought the kettlebell to the U.S. Hmm. You know what the kettlebell is? Is it the thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the thing Aubrey Marcus be going yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking that's the I think that's the the club, iron steel club. But it's like the same concept because the weight is like off balance. So you have to like you have to const your muscles and your brain have to constantly like adjust. Whereas okay, if you're holding if you hold a stick huh. from the center, both the sides are balanced, 50-50. But you hold if you hold it from the very end, all the weight's on one side. So you have to like I think twist. it's the center of mass, something like that. Yeah. So you have to twist in order to keep it steady. Mm-hmm. So that's already something your extra your brain has to do. A lot of On top shit. of like <sighs> lifting, then your joints are getting uh, uh, stressors. Or so. Your joints are also getting stressors. Whereas if you just do like linear movement, you don't get any of that. Ugh. And that's why people get injured. They don't, their joints can't catch up to their muscles. And then the second one... The second part is just fast, like super fast and functional, which is explosion. Yeah. So the first one was like <laughs> the first one is a tow truck, if you want to think of it that way. It doesn't go slow. It doesn't go fast, but you can, it can pull a lot of weight. Mm. Whereas the second one is like a Ferrari. Zoom. Can't pull a lot of weight, but it's like you can pierce. Yeah. And if you can pierce, like you, yeah, can, it's power. Yeah. So explosive movements. So muscle. Okay. And the thing is, your muscle eats a lot of energy. So people who are like huge is not necessarily the best hmm. if you're actually trying to like transfer it over to functionality because your body has to carry it, first of all, and it burns energy no matter what. So even if you're carrying, Edo Portal says, why, why did I lose muscle? Got in my way. <laughs> I can't move the way I want to when I'm that big. Hmm. So in this sense, if you do it this way, yeah. you don't gain the muscle. You don't necessarily gain muscle, but you gain power. Strength. Power. Strength is uh, more like the tow, tow truck versus a Ferrari. This one's a Ferrari. Oh. So it can be small, but it packs a lot, packs a big punch. Oh, okay. So excess muscle is bad because the more bulk you have, the lower performance you're going to have, which means less longevity. More and, weight uh, to carry. More weight to carry, more injuries. Alternative to this is... Uh, so all the alternative to bigger muscles... Bigger muscles means more generally means more strength, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas the alternative can be each muscle fiber is as explosive as possible. So you can still be a small guy, basically Bruce Lee. Packs a massive yeah, punch, you know, it, like and that's it, and it tiny cra- frame. And it's fast too. One in punch, bro. Like, <laughs> you know? So quanti- the, the idea is quality over quantity. So Do you think he yells as a functional thing? Or I think so. Because when you, like, you, you hear tennis match. Like, exhale, huh? Exhale. <laughs> Try to do the reverse. Try to throw a ball when you're inhaling. You're going to lose a lot of power. Yeah, it's just exhaling. Yeah. That's crazy. 
right? And it's like it's second nature to He's us. He's a crazy really dude. About it. He's a crazy. And the dude. the benefit to this is actually there's a lot of anti aging benefits to the functional muscle because, well, I don't know why. <laughs> I just wrote it down, but like, <coughs> just by common sense, like, you don't really you're not big, but you still have a lot of strength mm. in your muscles. So over time, like you can catch yourself falling, etc. Because that's a big reason why old people or seniors like get injured, right? They fall, yeah. can't pick themselves back up. <laughs> and how do you do this? Old niggas. Explosive power yeah. moves. So clean and jerks, kettlebell, sw- kettlebell swings, jump squats, and clap push-ups. So anything explosive. And the result to, of this is functional muscle and longevity. Oh, I can't wait until I get to f- fucking working out. Can't What's wait. stopping you? I'm learning other things. Mm. The more things you're learning at it's once, the excuse. less, the less, I, the less quality will be in your practices. I'm literally just a scholar mm. <laughs> and, a, and a meditator right now. That's nonsense. That's really all I do with with a little bit of uh, show watching on the side. Mm-hmm. Literally, when I have, to, I didn't even have time yesterday. I watched half of film yesterday and finished it this morning. Mm. Yeah, me man, I'm still having trouble waking up. I'm supposed to do these workouts like first. You know thing what's in the you know what's helping me? Something I think you should invest money in. Um, my light is you know how my light is connected to my to my Wi-Fi and my Google, yeah. right? On my phone app, I can set times, waking times. You know how it's it's you need like sometimes you don't Red wake lights. up because it's dark in your room, right. and it's so easy to just go back to sleep right. when it's so dark. And when there's light in your face, it's just like it it prevents you from sleeping, right? Yeah. So. I can set it to whatever, but this morning it was, what, from 5.30 to 6. So 5.30, it turns on very dim. Mm. And from 5.30 to to 6, gradually gets brighter. So then before my alarm, usually I wake up because the the lights and like my bed, Mm. my head is right under the light. Especially in winter, it's so tough because it doesn't... (laughs) No light until like seven thirty. And it's cold, yeah, <laughs> so you, you like cold. you're super comfy under the. Are under you still sleeping on the floor? I don't. I sleep on my mat. It's not. It's not crazy. I've never slept better, bro. When I yeah. when I removed my mattress and got the 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 very f- almost flat, like the futon. Sort yeah, of the, yeah, the very folded folding mattress one. Sleep got better, and now I stopped sleeping with pillows. Mm. And I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's placebo. Well, everything's placebo. I don't, I don't know. I like the last. How long have I been doing it? Like five, maybe mm. week. Last week, it's like since I've started doing it, it it's I wake up so much better. I'm gonna try that tonight. But it's also because I've been going to sleep properly too, because I I go I meditate like I meditate before sleep now, and it's like it's not a short med- like it's mm. a thirty minute meditation before sleep. I think that plays a factor Lying too. Lying down or sitting? No, sit. Like every meditation I've done so far, I've just been sitting and and cross legged. It's crazy. Your body gets fucking hmm. loud. Yeah. <laughs> like your body gets loud, bro. Um, one useful way, we'll close with that. Uh, one useful thing I, I came across, which is really helping the meditations, is I think a lot of people think they're not supposed to be thinking at all. But I think when when you there's steps, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. levels, levels to yeah. this to this shit. When you're first starting, um, from this Ramnas lecture on meditation, when he first started, his his whole thing was when he got there, they were like. They taught him how to meditate, and then they were like, all right, do it. Show me that you understand. So the way they taught it was um, put your hand on your, on your what's it called? Belly, diaphragm. stomach. No, diaphragm. Uh, belly, stomach, whatever. Abdomen. Um, and then breathe normally, 
and then just you'll notice that it just goes up and down. Okay, now when you've got that down, you could just sit in your meditation, whatever, close your eyes. Don't even focus on your breath because focusing on your abdomen rising and falling yeah. is basically focused on exactly, it. And it's easier yeah. to spot because sometimes your breath is so subtle. Yeah, and you can't so, tell the difference between in and out. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> your only job is to watch it rise and fall. And then your only thing to do in, you, in your head is every time it rises, you go rising, you think rising, mm. and every time it falls, you think falling. It's one point meditation, which is one of the, the entry levels. At a certain point, you don't even need to do that anymore because that drops because you need to get non-attached to that too. Mm. So the first one is that. And then um, when he figured that out, they were like, all right, now, <laughs> now we may begin. The day the day he leaves the fucking the room, closes it, and basically his whole thing was three hours in the morning, three hours in the afternoon, and three hours at night at in the evening. That's crazy. It's nine hours of just sitting and rising, falling, and everything that comes up trying to stop you from paying attention to you know how annoying it gets. Do you bro, do you know how fucking crazy and psycho like bro the the <laughs> the comparison to, with the mind with the monkey is the most oh, accurate yeah. a drunk monkey who's been bitten by a scorpion like that's literally what it is. it's hysterical the the wild shit you're just brain everything just says. comes up everything like literally things you haven't thought yeah. about for the longest time things that your brain all of a sudden starts to wants to be responsible and it's <laughs> crazy because like if if you look at it from the Vipassana perspective, which is which is the purifi- purifying the mind from thoughts, mm. it's almost like you're breaking down these barriers that have been like your that you use to pathologize everything. And once you think about it, and then you become aware of it, oh, I'm thinking about it. You break down that door; it doesn't exist anymore. Now onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. But that's the thing. Now it's just it's just entertainment. What do you mean? At this point, it's just like oh, this thought again. Mm. Like that's that's yeah. the every like my like at a certain point because you know when you you don't really understand time that much if you don't check your time it's a big game to not like time based mm-hmm. meditation is it can be a game because you anticipate the end yeah. and that itself is a problem to it because you're supposed to just your only worry in that moment your only purpose is just rising yeah. falling like how much time has been should not matter yeah. but your brain <laughs> tries to make that when's a thing be too over? like when's it gonna be over what if my timer mm-hmm. malfunctioned. What if blah, 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 like what if my phone died, blah, blah, blah. So you, you like as soon as you open your eyes to check, you lost because you align yourself with that thought. And it's a big game of your body is yelling. But funny enough, as soon as you're done, your body all of a sudden doesn't hurt anymore. Mm. <laughs> like you think your body's going to break your back's like going like it's, it's just your back sucks or your body's <sighs> just not made for that position. But as soon as you're done, it doesn't leave any lasting thing. If it was actually unhealthy to stay in that position for that long, when you'd be done, you'd feel it mm-hmm. and it would linger, but it doesn't. It just goes away. Yeah. As soon as I step out of the fucking pose, meditation pose, I am forget yeah. the pain. So it's this weird thing, especially when you meditate more often, you start to have a weird relationship with them when they come up, the thoughts, because you know what's going to happen now and you're more used to it. So like... It just keeps coming up and there's you start to see themes and re, re like reoccurring yeah. ones, like ones that like every meditation are for sure to come mm-hmm. in a few times. Me, I'm perverted. Family, love, me, I'm perv- nah, me, I'm perverted. So it's always sex. some shit. So it's an, always some shit about sex. And it's noticeable because sex is like so such a big Survive. thing for a human. Reproduce, right. Yeah. So it's like I'll feel it. 
But today was the first day where I felt and I was like, look at this, look at this mm. nigga. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I literally smiled. I was like, ah, here, here it goes again. So you start to see like things that are more ingrained in you than you, like than other things. Like mm. some things just come and leave, but some things like come every single mm. time. And that is when you start to learn about yourself. That's very interesting. Very, very interesting shit, bro. It's... Uh, Imagine doing that for three hours. Nine hours a day. Oh 30 God. minutes feels like a fucking eternity. Niggas do this shit bro, you're, all you're gonna, day. You're going to love Vipassana when you go, like... Oh, yeah. This feels like preparation for it, actually. Vipassana is three, three times a day, too, right? It's three hours for a day? an hour, yeah. That's fucking crazy. I can't believe you did that. That's <laughs> so funny. I did it twice, and it's like, <laughs> it was very challenging, bro. Yeah. It never gets easier, actually. I don't think so. I think you... Um, controversial statement from the Zen book. He said, uh, once you find pleasure in pain is when you'll find enlightenment and you'll f understand the meaning of practice. Um, mm, no, I, I completely understand because, that. Because, yeah, but a lot of people, you know people's relationship with pain. Yeah. Um, I'm going to die right yeah. now. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, especially, especially with hunger. Yeah. It's like that's such a like loud feeling mm. that like people think like it's cause their, their body's disintegrating or some shit. It's just eating itself, bro. Yeah. Like it's not that serious, but, um, it's not even, it's your mind telling your body that, Oh, it's time. It's time for the usual thing. Yeah. That we always do. Do you fast every day? Until like two ish. Yeah. I do a 11 to from whenever my last meal is, I go at least 12 hours. So yesterday, okay. yesterday I, I, oh, okay, yeah, I ate at like eight easy. and then I was going to watch a movie and I'm like, Oh fuck, do I, do I skip? Do I sacrifice breakfast mm. just to eat at eleven? <laughs> and do you I still ate, eat breakfast. And I ate. Well, yeah. If I if I fast if I start fasting early enough, yeah, I'll mm. eat it. If I went to bed if I went to bed at like if I last ate like seven, I wake up at eight. I'm for me. I'm I'm having difficulty not eating late. Mm. Like eating like I love. I breakfast. can I can not eat until like six p.m. But I love. Breakfast. I have trouble like it's it'll be like nine and I'm still eating. Mm. Which affects my sleep. So that's the one thing I need to cut down on. So far, my thing is just uh, uh, intermittent every day with mm. a 24-hour fast. It's getting so much easier. Yeah, the 24 <sighs> hours is getting late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I notice it and I'm like. Yeah, it's, uh, it's boring <laughs> like, now. Like, okay. We can start doing 30s. 30 I'm, I'm thinking of doing um, 72 every month. I think that'd be possible. Mm. I think that's too much. Why? Cause I don't know. Cause like, <laughs> I feel like you're you're not supposed to do it too often, fast. But it doesn't look, really matter. I'll, right? I'll look into it. Cause data data does thirty, like 30 hours every week. week. Yeah. And seventy two. I like thirty. Thirty's nice, and I've heard I've heard on podcasts. Nice, nice like, number. I've heard on podcasts that people do like people do the seventy two hours, <coughs> like four times a year. So every like three ish months. Fair. Cause if you do it seventy two hours every month, I mean that's that's very possible very possible yeah yeah but it's like are you gonna do it because <laughs> early ones are very important you know like if you're gonna if you're not gonna not do it this month then you're gonna be like ah oh, fuck when am i gonna do it mm. but if you just set an intention i will do it this is the one time this is the one of the four times in the year that i have to do it i'm gonna do it it's an event it's an event rather than like yeah commodity fucking another cool point that was brought up is the whole concept of re renunciation. Mm. And you know, that's a big oh, thing. Yeah, that's a big one. thing with, with monks mm. and not only this, cause I got the Sadhguru on just from 
watching and reading about like because from the bro oh i should have brought it today that last section that third section be here now everything you need to know about if you're into spirituality every single step you need to take that you want to maybe like if you really are serious and you want to know every single aspect of it like everything in that universe like he breaks it down Mm. like you like anything you need to know is in there like a cookbook is mm. what it, that's what it's called. That's what the section is called. Cookbook for a healthy or spiritual life or something like boil that. Boil it down for me. Um, I can't boil it down because everything is just like it's it's preparation. It's uh, there's a part on sleeping, which is where mm. he suggested the no pillow thing, oh. and I tried it and I was like, oh okay, this oh. maybe there's a difference because your spine is straighter. Yeah. When you sleep without a pillow. Um, but the and thing straight I noticed spine is, is a whole. Your head isn't like it, your spine's actually not that much straighter. Cause like your your neck has a curve, so if you sleep on a, I think the flatter the surface, I think maybe might have a thing with that. Mm. Um, but so far I don't feel any pain when I wake up. I've had a problem of actually waking up with back pain mm. in the past few days. I haven't had that, so I don't know. Yeah, the back um, pain's like <laughs> gone ever yeah. since sleeping on the floor. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't experience that. Yeah. Um, there's Not a part me. on there's a part on this uh, asanas and he gives you a medi- uh, a yoga routine mm. and it's funny because we say yoga but there's so many different yogas yeah. <laughs> it's yoga hilarious. is just the union of yeah all aspects of life yeah um, there's asanas there's a is there uh, a whole uh, is there I think so because there's a part of it that involves and is and he was talking about his routine when he'd wake up there was like a part of it that's breath work. Mm. It's breath work, I think asanas, and then a meditation for something. And then, yeah. Um, there's a part on, there's two sections on the renunciation. Because the thing with renunciation is if you renounce something and you're still attached to it, you're not doing any progress. Like if, you, if, you're, if you're giving up sex and all you think about is sex and you're still like, I can't have sex today. Like right. the whole thing about it's been, it's been it's 365 days Five weeks since my last cigarette, yeah. <laughs> like two hours and five minutes and two seconds is my last yeah. cigarette. You <laughs> haven't quit. Yeah, your mind is still. Your mind is still like fully on it, yeah, even though it's been three hundred and sixty-five yeah. days. So it's the whole thing with renunciation, and the whole concept of it is not necessarily I need to give up everything. Is that you need to give up your attachment to everything? Mm. Why I think one of the quote is like, why give up the world when I could just give up my attachment to the mm. world. You don't need to stop doing the shit you do day to day. You just stop being so attached to the mm. shit you do day to day. It just it's they're just all happenings. Moderation, right? Yeah. yeah moderation helps oh so much. They're just they're just all happenings. So it's just like moderation helps yeah. because you can't you don't indulge but you get enough. Yeah. So if you want more than the the, the and also threshold the same thing, it's, it's like early wins, right? How are you gonna go cold turkey on an addiction that you've had for ten ten years? <laughs> That's dumb. Like, start you need slow. to first change your mindset about the addiction itself. Because mm-hmm. if you go cold turkey, it's just like it's mm. been five days. Is now Amy Winehouse died? Days. She was addicted to. Like, I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know the story of that. Quit. And then like the withdrawal from alcohol is actually very Sorry. very dangerous. So Sorry. she just died. I, that's what I heard of. Uh, at least. I mean, that would make sense. Sometimes withdrawals can actually like cause yeah. so much fucking pain that you actually die from it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like the stopping of doing something yeah, that's killing that's you. That's the poison. <laughs> <laughs> stopping of doing it, something that is detrimental to your health, also is detrimental to your health. So it's the whole thing of weaning off. Mm. Uh, yeah, man, that shit. Yeah, so that's a, that's a crazy thing because I think that's a very, very important way to 
very important point to consider mm-hmm. because it's the, it's the thing with meditation and the whole thing with the traces. That's what the traces is trying to explain. When you're done your meditation, if it was you, a lot of people, especially the long ones, because I've noticed this, the first thought that comes in when you're done is like, oof, that was crazy. Mm. Oof, that was good. Oof, that was bad. How was this compared to the other ones? That's traces. Your goal, right. your purpose is to just do it and then that's it. Mm-hmm. You just sit and then that's that's your that's it. Like when you're done sitting, you're done sitting. If you're just walking away, yeah. and that's why that cone exists when when the two when the two monks were walking. The cone? Uh you know what cones is? Oh, co K O A N, yeah. Yeah. Cones. Um when the dude was wa- when the two guys were walking and then a girl needed help getting picked up and the guy and the monk picked him up and the other monk like few minutes or hours like, later around. was like was like I've been trying to not think about that but like it's so it's yeah. it's boggling me why did you pick it up we're not allowed to do any physical contact with women he's like it seems like you you haven't <laughs> yeah. it seems like you haven't dropped that yet I I dropped her like an hour ago <laughs> yeah I <laughs> dropped her and you seem to still be fucking carrying yeah. her around so it's, it's the same thing it's like. It's and and it's the whole concept of every moment is just a moment, and when things finish happening, he's like Man, let go. I'm, st- I'm still trying to like wrap fully wrap my. I don't think I will. I'm still trying to wrap my head fully around that, that there is no other time than now. Literally, World War Two and Hitler happened now. They don't exist. But from before, <laughs> they don't exist. It's not in the past. It was just now. And the only reason why we talk about it, the whole it concept, was this moment. it's literally survival. Past and future are literally just survival mechanisms. That mm. we've developed and now we just adapted to new shit. Past is the main the one that is, causes most suffering. Mm. Future is more anxiety based, but past is like regret. Regret right. is it's so the stories toxic. you tell yourself. Yeah, because future is like there's so many variables to how things yeah. can go. Like let's say if I walk left instead of right, mm. if I speak to this person, don't speak to this person, life will be completely different. But the thing is, you won't know how different <laughs> it's it was. Not up to you. <laughs> Once you pick one, all the other variables just yeah, cease to they exist. Fall. They fall into place. They're in different universes if you believe in multiverse, right? So, so if you're <laughs> if you're going into a decision and you make the decision before you make the decision, you're anxious about how it's gonna, what are the consequences gonna be? And after you do it, and the consequences don't happen, you start to wonder how would have it been had I done something different. Hmm. And then that's when it becomes, so, but yeah, it's just present. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking the whole thing with past is because we don't want to repeat mm-hmm. mistakes. So we must remember shit yeah, that happened. That's why memory. So yeah, the reason why Hitler is such a big deal is because it was such a fuck up in humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, we don't want to have that happen again. Like yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Let's just have all these people round them up and just murder them for like four or five <laughs> plus years. Alex's, Alex Jones's theory like, about whoa. that was so funny, bro. What? wasn't funny. He was like, okay, <laughs> these funny. niggas were definitely <laughs> influenced by aliens and not the good kind. The bad aliens. The bad, the bad aliens. interdimensional, the interdimensional aliens. aliens. The, the, the demons. And demons. Demons and angels. Yeah, it's, that's weird. It gets, bro. Oh. But yeah, that's the thing. You can't, you can't go into this shit expecting an outcome. And that's the biggest thing because the ego adapts mm. so well and so fast. So your ego, when you get into the spiritual <laughs> path, it's so anti-ego. So, you, so you're mm. just doing it in itself is like, oh, I don't want to meditate today. Yeah. Oh, it's so boring or I'll whatever. When you start getting comfortable with meditating, your ego's Grabs like, your ego's like, I. Fucking Ram fucking put it perfectly. He was like, um, Ram, you'll Ram. be. You'll be, that's my, uh, oh, and I can't say that. Um, <laughs> it's a secret. I can't talk about it. Um, uh, not the one Dada gave us. But yeah, I know. Just, um, 
Enjoy. He, tell no one. He he uh he basically just achieved something. I think it was either like a uh samadhi or something samadhi, some, yeah. some something some important samadhi, yeah. something important. And then he was like, "You'll you'll you'll accomplish these things." And then you'll hear the ego tap you on the back and go, "Good job, yeah. man." And that's the thing, because when you start getting deep into it, your ego starts to try to wrap itself yeah. around the practice itself. So then you have to let go of spiritual materialism, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. it's like I meditate three times a day mm-hmm. for thirty minutes a day. It's like that that Karen Moonstone page. That's genius to me. When I first saw it, I was like. What the fuck? That's like, when new age becomes corny. That's yeah. why people can't accept it because the new age people think they're so ahead of people mm. because they, you do get, no matter how egocentric you are when you get into it, you do get the powers. Mm-hmm. Like you do get the powers. You get the stillness, all of the, everything. You get that comes all of it. it. Yeah. So when you have it and you see most people don't have it, you start to have this weird God complex. Yeah. That's why the messianic, whatever it's called, that's a Messiah big complex. Yeah, that's a big thing because it's like you start to feel like you're so special. That's mm-hmm. one thing that happens when people invest in psychedelics too much. It's like, I know secrets. Mm-hmm. I've seen the meaning of life and no one else has. And it's my duty. Geo, geo every week. And it's my <laughs> duty to help everyone. No, I just enjoy this shit. Bro, if you don't want to get into it, I don't give a fuck. And it's not even, it's not the answer. I know that too. It's mm-hmm. just, it's not the answer. It's a tool. It's if not, you come yeah. down, it's not the answer. And that's the thing. Spiritualism, you get high. Forever. And you just stay you there. stay there. But there is so much shit you need to <laughs> battle against before you get to that point. But the thing is, it's not even a battle. Like, it's not a battle. Mm-hmm. But it is. Because every the world, worldly thing, you're leaving form, basically. Oh, Ramna has <laughs> put it perfectly. Um, spiritual practice is... Of battle against nature. Nature. Yeah. Because you're going into the formless. Nature is form. Right? Mm. Nature is trees, ah, it's it's, it's okay, people, see, it's, it's blah blah blah. Right. It's this so it's this body. When you're going into meditation, you're literally going to God and God is mm. the formless, empty. You're becoming empty. That's why monk monks just silent and when you speak to them, they're just here. They're empty. Just sucking everything in because they're so empty. And that's the thing. You Nobody's leave home. you leave form so that you can play within form. Because when you finally reach the formless, you can interact you can with the form, form you want. without getting attached yeah. to it. And that's the Makes whole sense. thing about non-attached doing. And you're just aware and you just it just happens and it happened and that's it. Oh bro, that that concert we went to five years ago. Remember that? You remember how lit that was? I was let. I still have the video. I still have the video. I barely watch it, but I leave it mm-hmm. here just in case if I want to just relive. The I don't moment. even remember watching it with my own eyes. <laughs> it doesn't exist. I was just recording. I have this five-hour recording of every single fucking show <laughs> that I saw through pixels of my own phone. It's hilarious, but yeah, bro. Uh, you want to end it there? Yeah, that's good. Let's clap for ourselves. Job. Let me pat you on the back. Give us, give, give us money separately. Give us love, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>